Sports FM podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to The Real War is Generational. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots. And tonight is Monday, July 10th in the year 2023. You know, we take a look at everything going on, and we have to start really asking ourselves what is being reported, what's not being reported, and what's coming as news from the people. And we start to develop a pretty under, good understanding as to what they want you to see, what they don't want you to see, and probably what their real view is. Much of what is happening right now, obviously, there's an intensity around child sex trafficking, which is a very, very real issue. But at the same time, there's many other moving parts to this. And at a deeper level, much of this is about changing the way people see themselves on a grander agenda to change the generations to come. That's where the real fight is. And before we get going tonight, one thing that's very important is air quality, something that I've come to value more than ever since I've had the Enviro Cleanse unit called EK Pure in my in my studio. This is a fantastic unit. It uses a hospital grade HEPA filter. It uses a mineral filter system, and it literally has the ability to purify the air at a level that is unprecedented. It is something that is used by the Navy. It was selected by the Department of Defense to literally cleanse the air in the Navy ships and submarines, which is super important. So it gives you an important glimpse into the quality of this unit. It's 100% American-made, and it is a device that literally makes a difference in your health on a daily basis. So I would encourage you to go over to EKPure, EKPure.com, EKPure.com. Use your BARDS code, B-A-R-D-S. You'll get 10% off, and with that, you'll also get a free air quality monitor. The savings is about $150. They're a fantastic unit. They run quietly. In fact, it's running right now in the studio. They run quietly. They constantly are purifying the air, creating an environment where we tend to breathe better, where it's reducing the potential to get sick. It's filtering out all those things that are being sprayed in our air constantly and helping us live healthier and getting back to what we're supposed to be, which is literally living as normal God's children, not this nonsense that they're trying to turn us into. So head on over to ekpure, ekpure.com. And check it out. Use your BARDS code, B-A-R-D-S, and get 10% off and a free air quality monitor. You will not be disappointed. All right. One thing here that I want to start with, and it's on an upbeat, and it's really surprising. Once again, SCOTUS comes through with another surprising decision today. I want you to hear this. Right to NBC News Justice Correspondent Pete Williams, who is live for us on this. Pete, what do we know? Well, it was 14 years ago that the Supreme Court said that the Second Amendment does provide an individual right to have a gun, but they said it was at home for self-defense, 
And ever since then, the court has declined to answer the question, well, what about the part of the Second Amendment that says keep and bear arms? What about guns in public? And today, the Supreme Court has answered that question by a vote of six to three in an opinion written by Justice Clarence Thomas, saying that the Second Amendment does provide a right to have a gun outside the home. Now, the law in question in New York said there's no, there's no right to carry a gun openly in New York, but to get a concealed carry permit, a person had to go to the county sheriff and show some special need, something beyond just a general desire for self-defense. And today, the Supreme Court said that's unconstitutional. That puts a limit on the right to have a gun. So the Supreme Court says, number one, states cannot uh, put these special restrictions on getting a gun for a concealed carry permit. Now, this decision obviously will have an immediate effect in New York, and it'll also affect the seven other states that have similar laws, California, Connecticut, Delaware, Hawaii, Maryland, Massachusetts, and New Jersey. So that's going to also include Oregon. Now, I know these are good things, but I kind of want to start with this because I want to put some things in context. And it's things I'm, I want everybody to, I don't know that I have exact answers tonight, but I just definitely want to start thinking about some things. So let's talk about what's not in the news. Fed now is not in the news, and yet it rolls out here in about two weeks. We don't have anything about the declining dollar in the news. We don't have anything about, and this is I learned today, I was stunned, homeschooling secular textbooks. The people that are homeschooling their children with non-Christian-based textbooks are being indoctrinated with a very passive LGBTQ agenda in everything that they do. And it's all about demoralizing the man. That's a stunning one. There's no discussion about homelessness, which is outrageously on the rise. We don't have any discussion, at least very little, but really no discussion about drug use or fentanyl deaths. There's obviously no discussion, nor has there ever been, deaths from the clot shot. We have no discussion about food production on the decline or how in Europe they're actually replacing milk with a complete artificial substance, and that's going to be moving here very quickly. We don't have any discussion in the Bain News about the, re- and the approval of glab-grown meat. We have no discussion about the children that are coming across the border that are being run by the cartels in our meat processing plants. What is that? I, I have no, I can't even comprehend that one. It's like no one's saying anything. That includes unions that aren't saying anything. We have a declining availability of products. I'll give you an example of that today. I went over to look at freezers today. And last summer, this month, last summer, I bought a 22 cubic foot freezer. It was an, it was an Amana 22 cubic foot chest freezer. I am told today by the same dealer, and they have national reach, that they can no longer get any freezers bigger than 16 cubic feet, that they're no longer, they're not even making them in the States anymore. Okay? And just That's just like one of those things I check on the box. I'm like, that's crazy. In a time when people I know are stocking up on food, suddenly large freezers are no longer available. We have a declining availability or declining sales in automobile and tech industry. None of this is being talked about. Here's one that's a sleeper. I got this from Dr. Lee Merritt today. Vanguard, and they're all part of that Vanguard BlackRock conglomerate, are quietly taking over the land assessor's offices. How's that one? So yeah, it's, it's pr- being privatized. Here's another one I found out today. If you remember, we, we played the story on the Marine Corps 
and the pedophile, the guy that was found in the Marine Corps barracks, the, the, found to have a 14-year-old girl in the Marine Corps barracks in Camp Pendleton. This is unbelievable. The barracks are no longer managed by the military. They're done by a private contractor, and unless they force a health and welfare inspection, the first sergeants are not even allowed in to check on their troops in the barracks. How's that one? Everything is being privatized, and it's taking it away from public control, and it's taking away from the Constitution. Obviously, we have no discussion, nor have we ever had any discussion, about chemtrails. Another one is strange weather. Of course, that's just global warming. And, and just to that point, I would sure like somebody to t- tell me how we're getting a dust storm off the Atlantic. <laughs> I don't know if you're paying attention to this, but like Florida is suddenly inundated with a dust storm. New York's supposed to be getting the same thing, and Texas is getting the same thing. Now, the last time I checked, and boy, I'll tell you, maybe I just didn't go to the same school that some of these people did. But the last time I checked, water does not harbor dust storms. And when you have a dust storm leaving the coast of Africa, and it's supposedly, and it's moving all the way across like 10,000 miles of ocean, generally the dust storm does not continue. And the last time I checked, the oceans were not full of dust. Just saying. But somehow it's magically flowing off the water, surrounding ships with a red dust storm. And one of those miracle moments, I guess. So... My guess is, truly, we go back to weather warfare. My guess is they figured out a way to do some sort of a a a, um, a jet stream that will pick up the dust in the Sahara and run it like a like an atmospheric river and dump it in strategic places. That's my guess. And then, of course, and just another one, just a, a strange one. Where's all the money coming from for these Hollywood films that are absolutely hemorrhaging money? I mean, you're like like. $300 million budgets that are returning $14 million at the box office. That would be the Indiana Jones film, for example. So what else is what, what, what else are we looking at the, in news? So there's very limited discussion about the sexual indoctrination in our schools. I mean, that's surfacing a little bit now because of the film with Jim Caviezel. Sexualization is everywhere. But when I say by limited out, I should say limited outrage. I mean, people are not really still getting off their tail. They're just kind of looking around going, well, that's kind of bad. Oh, like, oh, they're actually sexualizing our kids in school. Very little discussion. We're going to show, talk a little bit about this in a minute. Decreasing buying power. Everyone's still being obedient slaves, by the way. Do you realize that if everybody just suddenly said, I'm not going to pay my debts, that the whole system would blow? But no, let's not do that. We're going to worry about our credit score. It's more important than freedom. We have have very little discussion or outrage from people on food and water, this poisons in food, water, and soil. And the top one of the list today would be fluoride in the water, which they just came out with, they just released very quietly by virtue of a lawsuit, a study that the government had done back in 2020. They got it released just this year and just recently. And what did it say? Amazing. It was like on page four that the, the rise in fluoride in the water is directly proportional to the decline in the IQ of children. So the more fluoride you put in, the dumber you get. Pretty neat. Pretty neat. Hmm. Isn't that amazing? Okay. But let's talk about what is in the news. Ukraine, of course. NATO and Ukraine, of course. Some sort of cyber pandemic, of course. And like I said, the dust storm from the Atlantic, which just befuddles me. Like, people sit back. I don't even care if you're a liberal on this point. I'm like... Do you have a brain? 
Like, seriously, are you not asking a question like, okay, a dust storm from the Atlantic from the ocean? And that, wow, that's kind of strange. Why would there be dust coming off the ocean? And you can just hear the answers going like, you could just see the wheels trying to turn and be like, huh, hey, did, did, we not hire, did we not pay the cleaning bill for the ocean? Is, is there something wrong? I mean, this is the dumbness we have. Congressional hearings are in the news. That's producing a lot of results. 2024 election is in the news. I would sure like somebody to tell me the pathway to success for President Trump. Look, I don't, I, great if he gets in, okay? But can someone please tell me he's the front runner of the GOP and we've already seen how the elections are rigged, but somehow he's going to magically win. I, I just want to see that. And then you have General Flynn, who recently said, I don't even think we're going to have a 2024 election, which is probably more true. The economy is falling apart. It is literally just like being put together with bailing wire and duct tape right now, unless you're rich, and then you're just raking it in. The transfer of wealth for the elite class, for the billionaire class, was something like $1.6 trillion over the COVID period. And then, of course, we have the Supreme Court rulings that are in the news which I find stunning because they're all in favor of constitutional issues, okay? Now, I'm not saying good or bad here. I just, I'm trying to point out some things here that are just bizarre. Like, on one hand, you're not talking about Fed now, but you are talking about the Supreme Court rulings, which is a little bizarre. Things, things are just not adding up in the way that makes sense in a normal world, but we're not in a normal world. All right, so... One of the things that is starting to add up, though, is millennials are starting to wake up that they got the royal shaft. And I say that kind of jokingly, but I shouldn't. I really do feel sorry for these kids because they've been sold a bill of goods. They were brainwashed by public schools to believe in a vision. The problem is they are also in the same boat of trying to blame somebody else. I'm going to play a short piece here. I want you to listen. These are just various testimonies from millennials talking about the state of things, which is very real. There's one midway I want you to pay attention to because she's literally trying to blame her parents. Fact of the matter is that millennials have a hard time growing up because they have to realize that they're adults and they've made legitimate decisions as adults. But it is a real issue coming here. This is a crisis building. Remember, millennial class has been the one hit hardest by the COVID shot. There's been many, many deaths in that rank, probably close to two to 300,000. And at the same time, they're also getting slaughtered economically. This is a, that class right there is brewing for trouble. So take a listen. We can't afford our rent. We can't afford our prescriptions. We can't afford insulin. We can't afford healthcare. We can't afford our education. It's just so frustrating that we did everything they told us to do. We went to school, we got educated, we worked hard. We did everything they told us to do. And then when we're actually out in the world, they want to charge us $1,800 for a one bedroom apartment. That really ain't shit. And then when they talk about, oh, the future is going to be great for you, you just got to work hard and say, now how? A lot of people don't have savings. They're spending it all on basic shit, like housing and groceries. And what scares me the most is that more and more people are becoming aware of how fucked it is. And all we do, we record a video, we post it on TikTok, we post it on Instagram, we post it on social media, and then we say, well, I've done my part, and we close out the app, and then we go about our day. That doesn't fix anything. As about being a millennial is we just got to watch our parents, like, try their best and be successful. Like, they all had homes and 401ks and health insurance, and they were like, we just did our best. And then they were telling us, they're like, just go to college, and you can do anything. If you just go to college, you can do anything. So we all went to college, and now we're in debt. We have no fucking money. 
How can you be mad at someone who literally does not have what they need to survive when it's the corporations that have been underpaying people for years? Profits are up. Productivity is up. Our wages up? No, they're not. And our money, our tax dollars go to welfare to supplement corporations not paying people what they should be. Don't wake up and the first thing on their mind is money. Everybody don't think about a dollar consistently. I got to hustle 24-7. I got to have 10 streams of income. I got to learn how to flip houses. I got to learn how to sell on Amazon. I, 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 I got to go to Dodo and sell vacuum cleaners. I, 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 I can't just have my job and go home, enjoy my money, enjoy my time with my kids. In the United States, y'all work in order to survive. Y'all don't work to enjoy yourselves and unfortunately that's the way that the system is set up in the United wake States. up check your feed check your text check your emails go to work get a hundred things done get home late attempt to have energy for stuff like your kids chores hobbies etc fail miserably feel awful and then repeat what we see here which is a very dangerous narrative waking up here is that the millennials are starting to wake up and realize that they are a class that's been exploited they have been conditioned to believe that the corporations are evil. And that ties in then with the, with the narrative that says that free market capitalism is, just doesn't work, that it's exploitative and that they need to go to a socialist structure. Everything that they're speaking to, especially with that young lady that's like pointing the finger at her parents, and they're all talking about the promises that were given to us and it's not working. They're on the edge of truth but they're very easily manipulated now to listen to what the news is not yet talking about, which is the Fed now and the CBDC. At the same time, the Supreme Court rulings are being approved, and they're, they're benefiting, really, the conservative Christian class of America, the, the patriot class. We're getting, we don't have to deal with LGBTQ nonsense anymore in the workplace. Now, we, apparently, we're getting a close to universal concealed, universal concealed carry in this nation. All these things are very rapidly approaching. All of these things that are happening are benefiting the non-millennial class. What that's showing you is in the way the media is constructing this is it's beginning to shape a narrative to create a massive rift and potentially civil conflict. That's the same thing that they're doing with all this sexualization in the news. They're playing generational wars here. It's very important to understand. We are focused right now in trying to reset a pathway for our children and for the future generations. They are working with their, quote, children, meaning they, the state, and their children are the millennials and those that they can influence in Gen Z. This is setting up to have a major civil conflict and I don't know that I would go so far as civil war, but it's there. It's percolating, and they're lining things up to create a conflict that will create such deadly and long-term rift that we will never recover. And before we continue with that, one thing to keep really in mind is right now is with all the healthcare falling apart, which it is, medical has become completely corporatized. You're, you're going to get less and less choice. Doctors are being dictated how they have to serve you. We are going to have to take the responsibility of our health more and more on our own and make sure that we're equipped with the things that God intended us to have to keep our body healthy. One of those critical tools in that fight are CBD products. CBD products show that with, when people that take CBD products, they sleep better, they have 
better recovery times from, from athletics and pain, and they have overall better mental health, less anxiety. These are critical aspects to a health system and in a home. So if you head on over to cbdistillery.com, cbdistillery.com, use your BARDS code, B-A-R-D-S, you're going to get 20% off. In addition to that, any orders over $75, you get free shipping. So head on over to cbdistillery.com. Take a look at all the full range of products. They have products for relaxation, relief of stress and pain, better sleep, faster recovery from, from fitness. These are critical products, and I use them, and they're great. So I would. this is just a great resource. They use 100% American-grown industrial hemp. All the products that they mix into those are 100% clean ingredients, meaning they're good for you, and they have a rigorous testing. And they have a full range of products that you'll find very beneficial for yourself. So head on over to cbdistillery.com cbdistillery.com. Use your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. Get 20% off and then orders over $75, you're going to get free shipping. All right. Now I want to go back here and I want you to hear a piece. And I played this earlier today, but it's important to really understand the type of war that we're being set up for. And this is generational. And this is starting with a view from someone. This is an interview in England. This is looking at a view from the parents that have been involved in transitioning their children. Take a listen. There's a lot of people who can't move on on this and um, because that's the people who've transitioned their own children. So those people are going to be like, you know, the Japanese soldiers who were on Pacific Islands and didn't know the war was over. Right. They've got to fight forever. This is why this is another reason why this is the worst, worst, worst social contagion that we'll ever have experienced. A lot of people have done the worst thing that you could do which is to harm their children irrevocably because of it. Those people will have to believe that they did the right thing for the rest of their lives, for their own sanity and for their own self-respect. So they'll still be fighting. And each one of those people destroys entire organisations and entire friendship groups. Like I've lost count of the number of times that somebody has said to me of a specific organisation that has got turned upside down on this. Oh, the deputy director has a trans child or, you know, oh, the journalist on that paper who does special investigations has a trans child or whatever. The entire organization gets paralyzed by that one person. And it may not even be widely known at the organization that they have a trans child, but it will come out like people will have sort of said it quietly. And now you can't talk truth in front of that person. And, you know, you can't, because what you're saying is you as a parent have done a truly like a human rights abuse, yes, level of like awful thing to your child that cannot be fixed. There are specific individuals who are really actively against women's rights here, and it's not known why they are, but I happen to know through the back channels that it's because they've trans their child. And so those people will do anything for the entire rest of their lives to destroy me and people like me, because people like me are a standing reproach to them. I don't want to be, I'm not talking directly to them, I don't spend my time bitching about them, but the fact is that just simply by saying we will never accept natal males in women's spaces. Well, it's their son that we're talking about. And they've told their son that he can get himself sterilized and destroy his, his um, sexual function and women will accept him as a woman. And if we don't, there's no way back for them and their child. They've sold their child a bill of goods that they can't deliver on. And I'm the one who has to be bullied to try to force me to deliver on it. So, that, so those people are going to be the people who will keep this bloody movement going, I'm sorry to say, because they've everything to lose. And it's a fight to the death as far as they're concerned. 100%, because they now have to face the truth. And to face the truth means that they are the criminals, not everybody else. So there's a constant deflection outward. 
But so much of what we're seeing in this overt attack against children in the public space is to condition this new generation, Gen Z. Keep in mind that when Gen Z came out of school, in the early tracking of Gen Z, they were the most conservative group to come out of public school in spite of all the attempts that they did to try to brainwash them. Something like 19% of Gen Zers were conservative in the early part of that movement. The war now is to shape the way they think and to accept a gender plurality because the next step beyond this is the true transhumanist movement, which is to integrate people in tech and blend us with AI and robotics so that there is no gender anything. And what's going on in the midst of all this noise and confusion is they're literally changing the rules quietly behind the scenes. Congress has a bill in place right now, and I don't know the status on it right now, but it is up and it provides protection for LGBTQ, including something like 30 or 40 gender classes, including protection to pedophiles. That would be legal protection to pedophiles. All of this is a direct movement to try to sever the child from the family. They've already had the war on the man. They're continuing that. And here's an example, if you think I'm kidding. There is a brand product known as NYX, NY Nix Cosmetics, and they launched an entire campaign about how women are over. And literally, the brand has stated that women are finished and that men are the bearded men are now wearing lipstick. Now you can imagine the response from women and women are starting to boycott the brand. But once again, like everything they do, it's always in the open. By the way, NYX, Nyx, is an ancient Greek goddess of the night. Nyx is the Greek goddess and personification of night. A shadowy figure, Nyx stood out at or near the beginning of creation and mothered other personified deities such as uh, Hypnos, Sleep, and Thanatos, death, with Erubus, darkness. She is the first child of chaos. They always This is what they worship, all this stuff that's anti-God. And they put it in their names, and this is all part of the greater spiritual war against humanity right now. And everything is about corrupting the youth and getting through the parents. So they've, they've broken and severed much of the parental issue right now. Here's a simple story I want to share with you. I I picked up today. It happened just local in our county in a small town, which I think the population in the small town is about 450, maybe, maybe a thousand if we're lucky. Okay. So there's three girls. This is a middle school. They're all aged around 14 years old. Two of the two girls in the topic here, they hang out together, but one's a bully and one's the victim. Now in this story, Both of them come from broken families. One has a mother who herself is damaged and and promotes the daughter, the bully daughter, to being aggressive. The other comes from a chaotic family where she's been suffered through a lot of broken family issues. The bully is attacking the young girl. And so the young girl does no recourse in the public school. They're not doing anything about it. And she's texting somebody else, a young girl, telling her, about this and basically sending a call out to help saying how bad the public schools are. Nothing gets resolved. So the young, the one that's being bullied goes onto the street in the town just adjacent. It has a population of maybe 2000. She's able to easily buy fentanyl from a homeless guy. And then because Oregon has legalized everything in terms of drugs, 
goes into a dispensary at 14, probably doesn't even have to show ID knowing how these places work, and gets three gummies that are marijuana THC gummies. And she offers them to the other two girls, and she's going to take one as well, except one thing. She has taken the fentanyl, and she's injected it into one of the gummies, and she gives it to the bully. Here's the outcome of the story. The girl that's a bully, and as much as I can say that, you know, unfortunately, you be a bully, you get what you get, but this is pretty devastating. The bully ends up going into a complete cardiac arrest. It takes three doses of Narcan to revive her, and she's now in ICU. And the girl that gave the gummy to her is now being charged with attempted manslaughter at 14 years old. Our system is broken, and the attack at the levels of children is unbelievable now. We're getting to a level where it's a, it, they're creating this perpetual war, a constant war and rift and blood rift that we will, they don't ever want us to get over. Constantly divide, constantly damage, constantly leaving people unrepairable because that's what they do best. I mean, take a listen to this insanity. I mean, the CDC literally is now promoting, as if you haven't heard, that men can breastfeed babies. From the actual CDC website, offering advice to men who want to masquerade as women on how to chest feed babies. There is nothing about the significant risks to a baby, not to mention torture of an infant trying to suckle at the fake breast of a man who nine times out of ten will be getting off sexually. This is the CDC. It's disgusting. The Daily Mail went to actual doctors who said the CDC has a responsibility to disclose the lack of research and the potential risks here and pointing out that one of the medications used to force a man to produce milk has been linked to heart issues in babies. Heart issues in babies, not to mention the amount of hormones that baby's going to be drinking in. Most of us won't even have a glass of wine while we're breastfeeding our babies, but this is fine. We're going to let the babies get tortured and potentially have heart issues so that some man can get off. Yeah, and women, I hate to tell you, but you are now carrying babies and you're going to pass them out through a bonus hole, which is now the nice term to say, because they don't want to offend trans men. This, All this that's happening right near here is a com- complete and total chaos moment in trying to create chaos in our lives and influence the new generation. What we know, and it's absolute, we have to face the absolute truth, is this war is all against the children and the youth. It's all targeted there. And the only way we're going to be able to fix this is to pivot and forget all this other noise and stay completely focused on the youth and the children. And they're not going to get healed just by medical issues. We're dealing with children that have been emotionally traumatized, especially during COVID. We have children that are being indoctrinated into this plurality garbage that somehow you can choose your gender and then they're being exposed to unbelievable levels of vaccine injections and drug use. This is going to take a full court press of God's chosen to be able to be out here to heal them. And unless we do this, we're not going to, we're not going to have any success. This is what they want. This is really literally what they want as a forever more. But in the meantime, They're continuing with more and more things to try to divide us. So one of the big ones, obviously, is renewable energy. They have indoctrinated this youth not only with the ideas of gender plurality, but they've indoctrinated them with this coming end of the world because of global warming. So the solutions have been things like 
Well, we got to have solar panels and get our power from the sun, clean energy. And we have to do we have to do renewables with wind energy. These are all big scams. If you haven't been reading, if you have a hailstorm, which I this is a known thing, if you ever had solar panels, once those solar panels get damaged by a hailstorm, you can't use them anymore. And in fact, they're just direct to the landfill. Now you can pretty much figure out the game on that pretty quick because you know that the people in the in these big power centers when they have they have the solar panels they're going to have weather insurance and so it's going to be an insurance that they're going to get the new solar panels paid for which will keep another industry going which is making the solar panels then those solar panels that were used will go into the waste and you as the consumer will pay the increase in rate they will never lose money on any of this but this generation doesn't click that way they're so hyper-focused on the death and end of humanity. They're like, do anything. And really, you can see the stages being set because what they want to do is move us almost into the dark ages. It's already been said that California's green policy, if they implement it in full, will return California literally to the dark ages level of, of electricity for the level of demand that they have. You're not going to be able to drive your car, especially if it's an electric car. The industry isn't going to have enough fuel or energy. And what does that mean? It means producing, reducing people into 15-minute cities, which is another name for internment camps. And that way they can slowly control people and exterminate them. Listen to this piece here on, the, on windmills, on wind power. Now, the visuals on this in the visual pieces, it starts out with a windmill turning in, and burning, and then it ends with a windmill burning. But take a listen to what he says. What you see here is a two megawatt wind turbine on fire. It's a common occurrence. When was the last time you saw a power station on fire? The typical wind turbine consists of 260 tons of steel, which necessitated the extraction, transportation, and production of 300 tons of iron ore and 170 tons of coking coal, all obtained through the use of hydrocarbons. Additionally, it requires 700 gallons of oil and hydraulic fluid, which akin to an internal combustion engine car, must be replaced every nine months. While some individuals may be enticed by the notion that we can exclusively rely on sunshine and breezes, the reality is that even with trillions of dollars invested in hypothetical mega batteries for momentary backup power, a wind turbine would continually spin until it eventually deteriorates without ever generating as much energy as was initially invested in constructing it. The true cost of so-called renewable energy is an inconvenient truth never discussed. That's because renewables are about political considerations and not economic or engineering cost-benefit analysis. So what you're really seeing here is a fraud on fire. It is all a fraud on fire because politics are what's steering this entire agenda. Politics are notional and emotional. And this generation that we're dealing with, both millennial and Gen Z, have, deeply, have been deeply indoctrinated with the emotional perspective of life. We have to be sympathetic to this. We have to accept this. We have to be inclusive. This is what they're being told over and over. The only way we're going to get to them is to start speaking the truth that they need to hear. And part of that is to awaken them to the realities of the environments that are around them. And sometimes that has to get pretty local. And this is another piece I played earlier today, but I want you to hear it because it ties in with this idea of developing the awareness of what the real threats are. Our threats, though we have big threats up above, the real threat is local. And it's time to start getting the youth as well involved in an understanding that if we don't start having situational awareness on everything, it's particular, we start talking about child sex trafficking. We're going to lose everything. 
Our fight has to be centered on preserving the youth that we have to strengthen them and not letting them get sucked into the vortex of lies and even enslavement in the many different forms. So take a listen to this. This is about a six-minute testimony. And by the way, language warning on this. I didn't edit it out. It's important to hear it. This is about a six-minute testimony of a mother that was literally stocked in a grocery store. Hey, guys. Um, just coming on here to share a story that has been just weighing on my heart, and I feel like I'm supposed to share it. I've had a lot of, like, reluctancy to share it, but I'm ready now. I think it has purpose, and especially with how much is coming out right now, I just hope that this message hits whoever it's supposed to hit. Um, me and my family went to Crystal Beach, um, down in Texas a few weeks back and we were at the big store and I had um, this feeling I've never had inside of me before just like this icky like be aware feeling we walk in the store and me and my son um, walk ahead while my husband's getting a cart and it's super busy um, and I noticed that there's about eight to ten people standing with no carts or anything in their hands and there's this one female with them that is just staring at me and my son and she's with these two men right here um she ends up kind of whispering to them and i'm watching them and at this point i just have this feeling that i need to just be in awareness with them so my husband's still not with me me and my son are starting to walk certain aisles and just to see if they're following us so we go about five to six different aisles i'm kind of hopping back and forth um and they're still there so we end up um meeting up with my husband and at that point we're on the chip aisle and they are literally like right behind me the female is right behind me and i grab my husband and i'm like they're following us so he turns and he's like what what the fuck um and they scatter and go to that big group so i go in the aisle and i'm pointing my finger at them and i'm like they're fucking following us um and then they all disperse so i still have this just like feeling in my chest that it's not over um we're standing in line and i recognize who's in front of me and i recognize who's behind me um and all of a sudden this female and um about like a 15 year old boy jump the line and get right behind us they have nothing in their hands um they look disheveled they their eyes were just staring just straight at us um very weird exchange right um so I tell my husband, I'm like, dude, I don't trust this right here. I need you to like keep an eye on. I start talking to my son in any Spanish that I know, I'm half Cuban. And I look over and the kid has his phone out and he has it held like this. And it's a FaceTime of a man on the other side and the camera is pointed at me. So I look at him and I'm like, what are you doing? Um, and he, you know, holds the camera to his chest and he's like, no, 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 nothing, nothing. Um, and starts whispering to the woman next to him and I turn to my husband and I'm like they're fucking videoing me I turn and look back and sure enough he has the camera again pointed at me um I again say what are you doing um then he starts to whisper 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 and this woman grabs him and they run out and she says I'm so sorry I'm so sorry I'm so sorry they run out of the store at that point I was like what the fuck is this um I ended up you know just still not feeling that it was over. Um, I look back and there's this man that has the camera held up at his chest and it's directed in our direction. And I told my husband, I'm like, I'm sounding crazy now. I need you to pay attention to this guy and where he ends up. Sure enough, he ends up right behind us, nothing in his hands, 
same vibe. And my husband's like, what are you buying? He's like, oh, a, a parking pass. And I explained to him, I'm like, I'm sorry, but this, this just happened to me. Um, and this guy was videoing me. So I'm just feeling really uncomfortable right now. I go ahead and tell the cashier and the cashier was like, this is serious. You need to go talk to the supervisor. So me and my husband go over to talk to the supervisor and we're sitting there, our heads are faced, we're telling the whole story. We turn around and that man now is with another woman and they have themselves like just staring at us, boldly just staring at us. And I don't know if y'all <laughs> have been to a grocery store before, um, but like these kind of encounters don't necessarily happen. People don't just like boldly stare at you you look at them and they get all nervous and their eyes kind of turn and they're like, oh, no, no, I wasn't looking at you. These people were just staring at us. So me and my husband are like now at this point turned to this, like away from the supervisor desk and just straight looking at them. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Um, he ends up whispering, I hope you find who you're looking for. Um, at that point, my husband's like, we need to get the fuck out of here. Um, so we ended up leaving. I called the police. I filed a police report. And I ended up, um, she ended up coming up there and talking to the supervisor. That's all I know of what happened to the situation. Um, but the only reason I'm sharing this story is because of the awareness around the situation. This shit is really happening every single day. The, the stories you're seeing, I, it's, it's really happening. And right now it's time to bring it to light. It's time for women to feel confident um, out there, even if it's just you and your children, it's time for us to have that awareness. Get off your phones when you're in public with your children. Um, just have that awareness around you. And not only do the women need to, but if you're in a grocery store and you see a woman with her kids, by herself just keep an eye out for these people just keep an extra eye out because it's happening so fast and so quick and i can tell you during my experience that there was nobody looking everybody was distracted and it really just made me angry at where we're at as a society and it's no longer gonna work out this way and I, i'm saying this message not to create fear but to create an awareness that this shit is happening um and we need to make it stop. It's time to get this shit to stop. 100%. And I think right there we're starting to see the real clarity of this whole war. We have one side of the war that wants perpetual chaos. They're going after the youth. They're trying to prepare them for a world that's completely turned on its head. They're programming them and going past the parents. They're trying to create constant fear and agitation in society so nobody feels comfortable. Men, to a statement to you, because men are notorious for doing this, and not to say I would ever do this, probably have once in a while, where you, you just kind of look at the threat like this, you're like, ah, it's not a big deal. It is time to start trusting your wives, your girlfriends, your partners, whatever, and if they start feeling uneasy, women have an amazing sixth sense, especially when they're around kids, pay attention, and like this husband, step in and be bold. This stuff has to stop, and what they're doing is they're using this whole chaos model, which has started at a strategic information level. They've used sexual stuff, gender stuff. They've used everything that they can to constantly turn and churn, and the truths are coming out. And so as you see one side, like just a simple example of how we see on one side you're going to elevate up men breastfeeding babies. On the other side, you're going to elevate up the Supreme Court ruling that says potentially that there's going to be 
a new universal carry. They're pitting these two sides together. And as we start to get caught into these engines, we're not just focusing on the simple issue. And that is to hold the line on what we know is right. We are talking about a global group that plays with chaos and enjoys getting people pitted against each other. These are agents of chaos that we're here. We have to get centered on where that real fight is. Now, here's a real quick piece on how clarified this fight is. This is literally with national sovereignty versus a globalization is where it comes into at a strategic level. Listen. So when you get a book that's banned, that means there's something in there that you need to know. So this book is called History of Central Banking. What does Hitler, JFK, Lincoln, Gaddafi, Napoleon, Julius Caesar, Tsar Nicholas II have in common? They all tried to do state banking and they all got either killed or thrown into a war. What's happened right now is we are all becoming aware that we want to have our own lives. And the only way they can get out of this is to get us back in the bottle. They can't do that easily. And the only things that accomplish that are wars. But wars take many different forms. Right now, there is a massive war around us. The target are the children because they know that if they can destroy the children mentally, physically, emotionally, that they can control the children. If they can control the children, they control the next generations. This is generational warfare. And we have got to put a stop to it now. And it's going to take the boldness and the courage to step into the gap and to be able to say enough is enough. And the place where that line is most evident and the place where we can have the greatest effect is in addressing the, the malness or the maladies that they're trying to use against the youth and to stand up and protect the youth and the children of this nation. Do you have the courage to act outwardly on what you see inwardly? Or will you die a dreamer? Will you die on the verge and on the edge and in the land of coulda, woulda, and shoulda? The strong hand rules the roost. Do you have the courage? I'm, I'm going to drop some on you. It takes courage to be successful. It is far easier not to be successful. Misery will always have company. Success breeds contempt. If you don't want to make waves, be mediocre. Be normal and fit in. And if you're more concerned about people than you are God, then neutralize everything he put in you. Just fit in with everybody else. Dress like them, walk like them, Imagine where you will be. 
And it will be so. What we do in life echoes in eternity. Never forget that. What we do in life echoes in eternity. This is a time now to make sure you understand what's at stake, to make the stands we need to make and understand truly what it is that we're standing against. This is pure evil. And it isn't our time to lurk away, but to stand now boldly and to stand in and push in hard into this enemy. They still are arrogant. They, that's their greatest fault, pride. Hence, we left Pride Month, and they're even trying to turn it to Pride Summer. But the greatest fight that we have, ultimately, is to protect the investments of generations to come. That means that youth need to see what it's like to see strong adults in the fight. Not lurking in the shadows, not letting youth do whatever they want, not letting them suffer from the ills of whatever it is, but us standing in, speaking into the truth, giving good examples, offering advice and counseling, offering support where needed. That's our role. And if we don't mentor the morals and model the roles we want them to do, who else is going to? The only roles they're going to get modeled right now are whack off your weenie, cut off your nuts, and mutilate yourself as a woman. That's the role models they're getting. We need to see the other side more boldly, which says open carry, both your gun and your faith. Be strong in front of evil. Crush it when it gets in the way. And do not in any way let evil encroach upon children. That at all costs, God's children and God's youth must be protected. At all costs, God's youth and God's children must be protected. Patriots, let's pray. Father, we come to you today humbled and blessed that we have this time to assemble, to reflect, and to hear the wisdom that you passed to us. So, Father, today we sit before you and just once again in a, in a prayer of mercy for our nation, which is lost in a chaos of, of craziness, half of it walking one way, hopefully towards you, and many, many more doing that, another half wandering in a desert of confusion. So, Father, we pray for mercy and we pray for the shaking, a great shaking of this nation that will honestly see the truth of what they are walking in and also be confronted with the power of the Holy Spirit in whom we all should be serving. Each person has to make their choice. But in this hour, we need the truth to be set the level, set the scales level. Satan has done his job to try to make it seem like he is the greatest of all. And we know that he's just a two-bit player in this mighty fight. Father, we pray for our children. We pray for a hedge of protection around them and an awakening of their hearts to be able to see through this nonsense and to see truth. And finally, Father, we pray for the mighty warriors of the kingdom to stand, to be bold, to be authoritative where need be, to lead with a humble heart, but lead with the mightiness and boldness of the sword of the Spirit. This is time that our youth, our people around us need to witness what true leadership is, not looking to D.C., not looking to politicians, not looking to actors, but to see the heart of the warrior of the sons and daughters of the Most High. We pray that this is now the hour that that awakens, that more and more begin to stand up and to be bold and stand against this enemy to crush it and to give the examples for the generations to come. We say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Well, patriots, there is no better time than now than to be standing up and being bold. Don't hesitate. Pray in for strength if you need it. Remember, with Father, we are we walk fearlessly in this world. And most of all, these these youth need to see what that looks like, not let the state model it for us. We know where that ends up. It ends up with men wearing lipstick, which is disgusting. 
Patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Fishers of Men. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs, and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who moved forward and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win 
at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs>